Hi guys and welcome back to the Variety Pod. In today's episode I'm talking to Tamara about her experience with yoga as well as her current masters in movement direction and teaching. Right so Tamara hi. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you for having me. Honestly more than welcome. So I would like to start by you introducing yourself because I obviously don't really know you that well so who are you and what do you do? Mm -hmm. So my name's Tamara, Um, I am 27, I usually always forget my age, it's a really weird thing, I think (laughs) when you get to seven you're like how old am I? I'm 27 and um, uh, yeah I live in London, I was born here but I actually grew up in Poland Um, so I I don't know if I do feel like a Londoner, like I kind of do but um, yeah I've only been here for like nine years and uh, I'm a yoga teacher um, but also currently a student so when that finishes um, I will have hopefully another occupation under my belt as well Um, so yeah we'll see what the future brings. (laughs) Okay so what are you studying? So I'm studying uh, it's movement directing and teaching so when you kind of say that no one really knows what it is <laughs> because movement is obviously such a big subject um, but in my course it's focused towards uh, movement for performance or for actors so we do a lot of uh, looking at like the f- physical life of a performance actor training you know you can do like movement coaching and things but then also afterwards you can go on to doing like movement directing and photography for fashion for I don't know music videos as well as like theatre film art probably as well you know like all sorts of things so it's nice because it has a lot of um, opportunities and a lot of different things that can come out of it I think Um, so yeah and I'm kind of almost finished now mine is a two-year one and we're getting towards the end of it so it's a little bit like scary (laughs) Wow okay so what are your plans for when you finish? I mean it's probably quite difficult in the lockdown. Yeah it's been really tough and I I actually don't even know what my plans are for afterwards yet because it's been so mad like since we came into the first lockdown um, so obviously like everything went online and trying to do movement online is definitely difficult um, because it's not just you know I mean like not being in a room with people feels so different and just doing stuff online with people and and trying to like read body language and be in an atmosphere and understand a space is so different online so it's definitely had its challenges um and yeah I don't know really I think after this hopefully there's just going to be like it's it's difficult because obviously the theatre industry isn't really it's in not, it's not on yeah exactly yeah. so we kind of have to just wait and see I guess like everyone's sort of trying to do what they can do online which is great people are finding new ways of doing stuff which I really appreciate but there's some really interesting debates going around about like why we need live theatre and why we need live performances and how important that is like to our mental health as well to be in a space with people So I'm really hoping that sooner rather than later, we can all get back into a space together, to be honest. That's kind of 
how I'm feeling about it at the moment <laughs> yeah so, that's understandable yeah that's why you've probably gone into doing the course and it's kind of not been an option yeah exactly it's been really strange because like the sort of uh expectations and and I guess like your vision of what you thought the course what I thought the course would would be like has been for the most part completely different like I only had two terms inside my school um and I haven't been back since so it's really weird <laughs> to yeah. just like and I actually live really close by it as well so when I walk past it I'm like I'm supposed to be in there right now <laughs> that's kind of frustrating <laughs> yeah it's really crazy um yeah so it's been it's been pretty tough but you know everyone's just doing what they can which is which is great but we never thought we'd be here right so exactly <laughs> honestly the unknown so yeah. how did you get into yoga in the first place like how long have you been doing yoga before this master's mm. so yoga well to be honest like movement I've always been just really into movement anyway like I was a real extracurricular activities kid <laughs> so I used to do like so many different ones after school every day like all sorts of sports music you know everything from like swimming tennis dance um and where I lived as well we had really great opportunities to do like summer sports like windsurfing or and then in the winter like skiing and snowboarding and stuff so I've always just loved to move anyway and then when I moved back to London um I was just kind of like looking for something to do and I you know you just kind of like I found a gym close by and uh, they were offering yoga so I tried it and I was just totally hooked from that first class like I don't know what it was about going in and the feeling that I got from it I was just like wow this is for me and so I just started going like every day and that was like, I think I was like, it must have been nine years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So can you describe that feeling or is it something that you literally can't describe? That's quite hard, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. but I'm just intrigued. <laughs> it's a little bit of both, I think. I think for me and my body, I love the feeling of stretching because yeah. it's like an expansion kind of feeling. But it also, um, I think yoga has a really beautiful way of just like opening up the body, which not many other things uh, can do in the same way, I feel anyway. Um, and so it's a real kind of uh, freedom that I kind of felt when I first went. Like obviously that first class, it was all just sort of like stretching and, and things like that. And I was like, oh, this just feels really good. It's like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you take your first like big stretch and your big yeah. yawn it's like that but for an hour you know okay, <laughs> and that's just yeah. like really good and so I love that anyway um so yeah I just got totally totally hooked on it from from the beginning but I also love how you know I have been practicing for a long time and it's it's evolved so much like my practice and in the world anyway um, you know, since I since I first started doing it, like it's an ever changing um, experience. So yeah. I find that really interesting. So do you feel living in London? Do you live in central London or? Oh, I live in like northwest. Okay. At the moment. Yeah. So do you feel like moving from where you lived before, which sounds like it was quite 
outdoorsy. It was a foreign country. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah. I lived in Poland. Yeah. Um, but were you like surrounded by like more greenery than you probably are in London or? Yeah, I'd say so. Because London is so big um, and it's obviously such a major like city city. Whereas yeah. I lived in Warsaw in Poland for basically all of my school life. And so we did just have more space, you know, mm-hmm. that was like, they, they also have really amazing sport, sports facilities in Poland, which mm-hmm. not to say that they don't hear, but I think they're, they're farther and few between, I think that's the right saying, um, where they're a lot more spaced out, you know, and obviously I think they're more expensive here. So when I was a kid, you could just kind of like, um, you know, we had really amazing beaches in the summer, which we could just drive to. And that's where you could do windsurfing. And it was so popular. Um, and they had really great swimming pools and stuff like that. And because it's right in the center of Europe, you get a lot of expat um, yeah. communities there. And so there's always stuff to do, because I think people sort of, you know, not just by expats, but also by uh, the Poles themselves, there's always facilities and and they're big in sports and like doing things and doing activities so I think that was really really great and so quite, do you yeah, think here. moving here then do you feel like yoga is almost like an escapism from like city life or mm, oh yeah definitely it helps you to slow down so much you know I think one of the things and also as I've gotten older as well you know when you get past your teen years and when you get past your university years so I started doing it in university um and I don't think I can even really explain um and I don't think I recognized then how important it was for me to do it during my university years because it was it's obviously really calming it helps you to let go of you know things that are happening in in your day-to-day routine to let go of stress um and so yeah I think that's probably why it's become so popular here as well in the past sort of like 10 five years it's definitely even more popular now than it was when I first started Mm -hmm. um absolutely like there weren't as many yoga studios as there are now hot yoga as well is quite a big thing isn't it that was a trend yeah 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 and I think I mean obviously now that studios are closed but hot the thing about London which is really cool is that there are so many styles as well like everyone can I think anywhere can find a yoga um whether it's like a different style or yoga practice or a teacher even that they will get on with and that suits them and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about it is like you know it doesn't all have to be the same um and no matter what your body type is Um, no matter what you want to get out of it as well, um, whether that is just a physical exercise or whether that's to do with calming the mind or to do with, you know, leaving behind your stresses or just taking like an hour out of your day just for you. There is something uh, definitely for everyone. And I think, yeah, especially as you said in the city, it just, it can really change the way that you deal with things as well, the way that you process things and and the way that you go about your day-to-day life, I think. (laughs) Like, do you think you could live without doing yoga now? It's obviously that you wouldn't need to because you do it all the time, but (laughs) if someone was to take that out of your life, like that's quite a fundamental part of your your being now, isn't it really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I would hate it if I didn't have it. Absolutely. I think though, I think it's kind of, um, it's evolved for me anyway, to be more than just like the practice physically of, of doing yoga, you know, getting on your mat and moving that for me, I and will always be a really important part about it because I've always loved to move. But I think for some people, the more they practice it, sometimes they do leave behind the asana practice, as we call it, so the physical postures and stuff, and they go to more towards the meditation side of it. Yeah. And the thing is, is, you know, yoga started off, or it is essentially a philosophy. So it's more of a way of life. Like in India, it's, it's a philosophy, you know, and it comes from really, really ancient teachings. Um, and so yoga is in every part of your life sometimes whether you realize it or not so I think even if you know you couldn't do a daily like physical practice there are definitely so many other ways that you could include the practice of yoga Mm -hmm. under that big umbrella um, just in you I think once you start it it's probably always a part of you whether or not you realize it or not yeah and touching on like meditation and yoga I for me find it really hard with anything like that to just well like think nothing if that makes sense so what would you kind of advise for people who are new to yoga or just starting starting up and aren't really they're struggling to relax into it like what would you recommend yeah that's it's like I think that's such a big part of it you know it is really hard to sort of switch off your mind as they say and I think one of the best sort of tips that I could give is that you don't have to switch off your mind per se. I think mm-hmm. one of the most really important lessons that I've learned by doing it is that actually if you just start to uh, like listen and observe your breath and your thoughts, then that is a way of calming everything down. That is a way of sort of slowing down your mind you know, in the, in one of the, um, in the practice of meditation, one of the first things you kind of learn is to just try and be present. Mm -hmm. So whether that means that your mind is going crazy, um, and you're hearing, you know, all of the sounds that are around you, even that, uh, practice of just being like, okay, my mind is saying this, I can hear this and something's going on over there that's you being way more present than you were five minutes than you before were, starting exactly yeah okay yeah which is so it's so cool when you just like I think yoga has a really interesting way of like when you realize how simple things can be um it makes things a lot easier you know like when you first practice it yeah and not to say that it is easy sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't but you do realize that it, it draws your attention to the smaller things which then sort of make the bigger things yeah that makes sense more open if that makes sense yeah so like (laughs) it's also like what you're saying about meditating like focusing on your breath you are focusing on something it's just you're not focusing on your to-do list or the other things you've been doing all day yeah 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 and like one of the easier things and I think the first thing that you can do is to is to just listen to your breath to just listen to your body like so much of the time 
we don't listen to what we need in a moment you know it's really I think we become quite disconnected to ourselves and to our bodies and to our breath like we can go for so long without even noticing that we're breathing you know most of us don't on a day-to-day life Um, but it's this life force like our breath in yoga we call it your prana which is like your life force energy and we we breathe every second of every day you know Mm -hmm. And we can be completely oblivious to it. So once you strip all of like the busyness away and just come back to your breath and notice that small thing that's um, so important to just us as human beings, then it really just helps you to let go of many things and whatever is happening around you. And you can even say to yourself, I breathe in, I breathe out, you know, and that brings you right into the center of your body, I think. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Since you started your journey with yoga, I mean, you've said you've always been quite active. Yeah. Did any other things in your life change once you started with your yoga? Mm. In terms of like your wellness, I don't know, like your diet, I don't know, are you vegetarian, are you vegan? Yeah, I'm vegan now, actually. Have you always been as conscious of your kind of your wellness and your well-being as you are now, if that Mm. makes sense as a question? Yeah, no, that's a really interesting question. I think I think it has definitely changed. Um, But it's a slow process. You know, I think that for anyone entering entering into yoga to be like, obviously, some people do really well with really big changes so they could be like okay I'm gonna start yoga I'm gonna become a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever and I'm gonna you know make this huge life change but I think also when I first started doing yoga I was just doing it because it felt good for me and then along the way I started to realize that my breath was changing my body was definitely changing the way that I thought about things was changing. Um, You know, it helped me to deal with a lot of stuff and I became a lot more conscious of almost like the bigger picture of the world in a way, because I got really interested into the um, really interested into the philosophy of yoga and where it came from. And then I think once you start to open up your mind to the bigger picture and to like all of the little things which sort of trickle down into you then yeah you do start to think differently you start to notice things differently and I think and even sometimes I guess your relationships with people change you know because if you're kinder to yourself then you'll be kinder to others as well I think Um, and you'll become a lot more aware you know of of this, of, of empathy, maybe of, of how to um, respond to other people as well. I think that's definitely something that it's given me. Um, And maybe even, you know, a, a confidence in myself as well, because it's, it's felt, it's given me something to work on within myself. That's not so I'm a really, I'm a really um, uncompetitive person. So for me, when I was a kid and I was doing all of these sports and I had to, you know, do all of these competitions and stuff, and I've always, always hated it. So for me, because yoga 
is not a competition it's meant that it's okay to just go on that journey of it of it changing and of it evolving and that means it's just made me a lot more comfortable within myself to just be who I am and you find out so much about yourself I think in this type of practice because you're digging into um, you know the deeper layers within yourself not just of of your body and how your body works but of your mind you know it's it is it is difficult to um sit there sometimes and just be silent but that brings up stuff and it helps you to deal with your emotions it helps you to deal with what's going on whatever it may be in your life because in finding stillness you're not kind of like running away from all of the stuff that's happening in your life I think like facing it head on almost yeah yeah exactly mind on yeah in this instance (laughs) yeah exactly and sometimes just with a little bit of you know facing it with a little bit of uh silence and observation I think is really interesting and then later on once you're just kind of um what's the word once you've just time to digest it almost yeah yeah exactly but then also once you've become aware of something Mm -hmm. you can just kind of put it in front of you as an observation and you're kind of like okay this thing came up and you can sort of hold it there for a moment you know and look at it and then once you feel ready to then you can delve into it and unpick it and I think that's a really really interesting thing to do for yourself um so yeah wow did that answer your question I yeah. feel like I just go off on a tangent no, not, like at all. not at all all of these things <laughs> it did it did so Tamara tell me if someone was listening to this for those who don't know you what what's like something quite quirky that you'd say that you've um about yourself like something people maybe wouldn't expect oh um that's such a hard question I'm asking these questions and if someone asked me them I would like buckle (laughs) oh that is an interesting question um I think I'm quite I don't know if it's quirky I'm I'm quite like I can be super meticulous and quite like OCD about stuff which is really interesting right yeah considering (laughs) yeah okay um because I think that's more in like in the way in like physical things that I can organize you know like like a book in front of me or like if anyone sees my wardrobe then they'll probably find it quite funny because it's like so OCD like meticulously folded and all ordered which even I when I started to realize that and that, that I was developing like an order of the way that I was, you know, putting away things. I was like, wow, this is really like crazy. I think when I last moved, my friend came over to um, like help me unpack as it were. But he ended up just literally like sitting in my room um, <laughs> and just watching me like fold. I looked like a crazy person because I was just like folding and refolding things. Um, you know to make sure that they were all the right size and stuff like that so that they would like stack together really neatly so I think that's probably like a weird thing that I actually really enjoy doing is maybe it's another form of meditation you know like to organize something and to get it really like maybe even perfect because life is so messy and I am totally accepting of that because I wouldn't say I was like I go off on tangents I'm not necessarily the most organized person but I think sometimes when you can just like take one thing in your life and like 
organize it and make it look really nice and minimal mm. then that is so satisfying for me <laughs> yeah like in such a crazy kind of world you've got the control of that wardrobe like that wardrobe yeah. is neat <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's really weird yeah and my friend was like you're actually crazy like that looks really um yeah that looks really neat <laughs> that's funny. so it's funny yeah yeah that's probably like it's not a very quirky thing or an outrageous thing really but <laughs> it's not outrageous but it's, it's interesting because with yoga being so kind of like letting things be and then like that's the contrast yeah, you know like keeping yeah. your wardrobe completely <laughs> intact is like the opposite yeah that's so true actually yeah because on the mat I can get really like it's I love it when it's messy and when it's out of control and when you know you just do the unexpected and I think I'm quite a spontaneous person like as I said I don't really plan stuff so yeah you're right actually I haven't thought of it like that before where most of my life is pretty just like floaty and a bit sort of like woo woo in a way and then like yeah another part of me is like really ordered and meticulous regimented yeah yeah Yeah, it's interesting (laughs) isn't it so funny the layers <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well if we were to round it off with maybe your top three I don't know would you call them yoga positions or moves or mm. I don't know what you call them yeah well so uh in yoga you in yoga you call them asanas um okay. so the postures are called asanas um But I was actually thinking about this because I think for me, I do, as the practice is like, as I said, it's like always evolving and always changing. I think your favorite um, postures in it sort of always do change. So that's a really great thing about it. But obviously there there are a couple ones which for me feel the best. So I love balancing. So like being on one leg um I think it feels really freeing to kind of also expand your body outward so yeah for me I think you know a wild thing which is where you have um well in terms of balancing like a warrior three so that's where you're standing on one leg and you're just kind of like in a t-shaped position your chest Mm -hmm. is forwards and you're expanding your arms outwards it's almost like you're flying which is really nice I think and you can kind of just play with that uncertainty of balance um so that I love and then I was gonna say I think wild thing so that's kind of like a back bend where you get loads of space at the front of your body and in your shoulders you can you can really expand outwards and you can really feel your breath in that posture as well so I'd say that's definitely one of my favorites at the moment and then for me it's not technically a yoga posture but I sort of call it a body wiggle where (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of move and wiggle about in a way that feels good for you so I think um, one thing which I would say to anyone who you know is thinking of starting yoga is if you want to feel into your body and to just get to know it a little bit like put on your favorite track or a little bit of music and whether you have a mat or not it doesn't matter but you just let yourself kind of wiggle around and start to move you know to music and that can just start to feel really really good and whether that develops into a full-on practice where you start to follow a video or not 
or whether that develops into like a head banging, jumping around dance in your own space. Like I think, classics playlist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think both of those um, are really valuable to ourselves and are really valuable just to be able to take some time to, to move your body and to feel your breath. Um, and it's like a release, isn't it, movement? Oh, yeah. It's just like releasing, freeing yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think we don't do that enough. And especially, you know, with what we're all going through right now, when we're all stuck in our homes, um, for me anyway, I definitely try and take the time to, like if, so I live with my sister, and if she's, you know, if anyone's been having a bad day, or if one of us is feeling a little bit, shit you know you just put on a really good track and just start to move your body and like jump around and be silly and that is such a big release um you know and I think it really really helps to to let go of stress and to just have a little bit of fun you know and you can do that anywhere Mm -hmm. so I think yeah for me that's like really important and I've also I guess tried to like include the body wiggle as I call it in my classes like I think that that's <laughs> really good for people to just learn what learn uh to move in a way that feels good for them because mm -hmm. yoga can yoga actually can be quite strict you know depending on the style that you practice like uh, ashtanga for example you do more or less the same sequence every time you practice and so that's quite a strict form of yoga um, and it works so well for so many people to have that structure um, but for me I think finding a freedom within your body is a huge huge release for everyone yeah so like you don't necessarily it's not one size fits all with yoga it's like yeah. whatever feels right for you and your body yeah exactly yeah and that for me is the most important thing because definitely what I've learned from practicing lots of different styles is that some of them don't suit me you know some of them don't suit the way that I move my body type um, the way that I want to find release and so I think it's really important for anyone to if you can and maybe this actually came from my childhood thinking back on, back on it to just try everything you know, to try all, all of what's out there because we are really lucky in the UK and especially in London that there's hundreds of different styles, hundreds mm -hmm. of different teachers and yoga studios and practices out there. And there will be one which when you do it, you'll be like, yeah, this is for me. And then sometimes that changes as well, you know? Like I used to really, really love uh, Rocket, for example, and I haven't practiced Rocket now in a really long time. So, yeah, I think it's good to just, as I said, like um, to go with the journey of, of how your practice is going to evolve. And I think maybe with anything that's like with with the change that life has as well, you know, if you're if you sort of allow yourself to be like, OK, at the moment, I'm really enjoying this. And then whether it's a month from now, five months from now or a year from now if that doesn't feel so good anymore, then try something else. Yeah, it's kind of what we were talking about before we started recording. It's not being closed or closed off to change and yeah. actually embracing change and that it's actually important for your growth, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think that's so important for your growth. And I think that echoes as well, actually, like 
maybe a big change that we're seeing sort of in society at the moment because I can remember when I was at school and they were like as in your teachers and stuff were like okay you're going to choose you know your GCSEs and then you're going to choose what you're going to do at uni or what for example in the UK you have to choose what is it four A levels Mm. you know that's such a small amount of subjects to choose when you're 16 years old is it and to then to be like okay so I'm then going to go into doing this job straight afterwards and that's kind of you're expected to kind of do that job for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. you know and I think it's really I think it's really important that actually we can kind of see that we don't have to do one thing in our lives you know there's Uh, hundreds of different things that we could do you can always change your life and change your job or change your occupation you know there's lots of things and I think I've become more comfortable in realizing it as I've got older that I'm a yoga teacher but I also want to do all these different things you know as a job or as a hobby or as part of who I am yeah and that's okay yeah yeah exactly yeah I agree I think there's like it's kind of like a pressure to just go to school go to uni you go through like the whole process Mm. and then you're just dropped like it's like you're (laughs) dropped from a helicopter and you're just in the world and you're like now what and I think that can cause a lot of anxiety as well amongst young people especially coming out of uni because you're just like you're in this bubble and then it's just popped absolutely and it's this thought of like oh what now and then the fear of trying new things but really like like you said you need to just try new things and see what works yeah absolutely I think you're totally right like you do come out of uni and I know I definitely had that like I studied music production at university and then I also did an art foundation course just before that um and it's not to say that I won't you know use those things maybe again someday but you do kind of feel like I finished uni and I was like I did I did really like what I was doing but um I couldn't be sat down at a desk all day you know or in a recording studio all day I just found that too claustrophobic so then I was like okay well I'm going to do my yoga teacher training but it was really hard I think to make that decision to be like and and have that outside pressure of society kind of be like well, what was the point of you doing that degree if you're not going to do anything with it, you know? And it's taken me a really long time to realise that actually why, you know, what was the problem with doing that degree? I got like a good mark. I enjoyed it. I learned something really special and maybe I'll do something with it one day. Maybe I won't, but it's still going to be there as an experience of my life and part of who I am and also circumstantially like if you hadn't have done that degree Mm. you probably wouldn't have for all we know you know you wouldn't have started yoga alongside it to keep Mm -hmm. yourself de-stressed and then yeah like everything falls into place the way it falls into place oh absolutely absolutely and actually I think I've realized over time if I didn't do that degree I wouldn't actually be doing this master's in movement now Mm. which is really funny because my degree was in music, but I was so interested in the relationship between music and movement that I ended up doing my dissertation on it. And then because of that, like a friend, I think I was telling a friend about my dissertation or something like that. And she had done the course that I'm doing now. So she was like, oh, that sounds really cool. You'd be really interested in this course. And it took me a fair few years to to apply for the course that I'm on. Um, But yeah, as you said, like everything sort of has 
almost like a building block, um, mm -hmm. you know, and opens up a new opportunity. So I think it's really great that also that yoga kind of echoes that, you know, that there's so many possibilities out there and the availability to try loads of different things and to always be accepting and open to change. Yeah. And upskilling yourself. Like, there's nothing wrong with learning new things. If anything, yeah. that's what you should be aiming for. But yeah, it's like the way you, you feel sometimes <laughs> is like, because oh, I'm like that. I literally change my mind every month. I'm like, maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to do this. And my mum's like, okay. <laughs> but you have to go through that kind of process of elimination yeah. until yeah. you find what you love. Like, that's the whole point of life. Yeah, exactly. I think you're so right about that. Absolutely. And I actually kind of wish it was encouraged more. Yeah. You, know? you feel yeah. a little bit like, oh, for example, like I should be like, it, it makes you scared to take those risks because yeah. there's like, you need a job and you need to like, you need to have an income and you need to like pay your mm. bills. Okay, bore off. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah, serious. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It becomes a lot more of a, um, a bigger, scarier thing when you have that outside pressure from society as it were mm -hmm. you know saying oh if you're not doing like this one thing then what are you doing or like if you haven't almost like decided what your sort of like purpose is in life then you know what are you sort of doing whereas actually I think yeah a little like a lot more encouragement actually of just being able to try different things and to change your mind about stuff would make us all just feel a little bit better about ourselves mm -hmm. you know and yeah, about what we were doing and stuff like that so we'll take the pressure off slightly yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah definitely. amazing well thanks for joining mm -hmm. me thank you for having me it's been really fun yeah and thank you to anybody that's yeah. listened and take yeah. care thank you so much <laughs>